experience. Well, yeah, experience is everywhere. Experience is everywhere? That's an interesting statement. Mr. Liberty, thank you for joining us here today. The theme of this podcast series is experiences everywhere. And when you hear that statement, uh, what does that mean to you in relation to this project, in relation to the work that you do? Yeah, I think it's um, experiences everywhere. And it's, it's very important um, as individuals um, have experiences and, and have talents that they've developed and skill sets that uh, we're able to recognize those through certificates or badging or, or whatever we can to assist them in, in increasing uh, their ability with their future vocation. Um, I think it's important that my job as Commissioner of Corrections to provide our opportunities for individuals to address whatever deficiencies they have in their vocational um, opportunity. And so very important to badge and very important to provide certificates and opportunities for these individuals to guarantee future success for employment in the on the outside. So when you think about uh, what you just said in the context of motivating yourself or setting short-term and long-term term goals around some of the pieces that you might want to focus on in your learning process in an incarcerated situation. Um, what thoughts do you have about that or just motivation in general um, when you think about that topic? What what comes to your mind? For me, um, you know, I've been in, in the corrections industry for about 37 years and I've been inspired by many individuals that recognize that their time in incarceration can be a reset for them. Um, mm-hmm. I believe in redemption and I believe in, in uh, the abilities to reinvent their, their future and um, the way that they can do that is take advantage of opportunities that are, that are allowed to them while they're incarcerated. And many individuals take advantage of um, high-set GED programs, vocational programming, college classes, and they find that when they're released, they have greater opportunity for success, and not only success for them, but also for multi-generations, their children, their parents, and uh, future generations through education and programming. Excellent. When you think about motivation for yourself, like what personally motivates you as you encounter new challenges or things? that you might not have expected? How do you hold on to that and maintain that motivation for what you do every day? Sure. What motivates me is um, what feeds me and the reason I get out of bed every day and I have for, for my whole career is um, the ability to help other people in their journey and uh, to make a difference in our communities and the state of Maine and nationally, uh, depending on what I was doing at the time. But uh, it's important for me uh, to make a difference at the end of every day, to know that I've, I've made a difference in people's lives. I've kind of them moved the ball forward or whatever initiative I'm working on. And and um, when when the, the day is all done and, and quite frankly, my career is all done, I want to be able to look back and know that my time was well spent here in, in my career. My time was well spent uh, here on Earth. And um, and I left the place, uh, my community better than when I found it. And so that's really important to me. That's what, that's what motivates me. Well, it sounds like a pretty powerful motivator for sure. As we're, we're creating these podcasts for uh, folks who are incarcerated to listen to, to help them move their ball forward as well. What are some things that you have seen in your work? over the the, the number of years that have motivated folks who were currently incarcerated to make the change or to make a leap or to move their ball forward? Things that you have seen them call upon or the motivating factors? Sure. I think that, uh, you know, some of the things I found that have motivated people to, you know, improve their lives, improve the lives of their of their children, um, make their parents proud of them. Um, it's been amazing to see the transformative power of an individual who successfully completes something, asking me to photocopy that certificate um, and send it to their parents. And this may be the first time that they've ever done anything that their parents can be proud of. Absolutely. And um, that's 
uh, very motivating for them. And, and uh, they, they build on that. They feed off that positive reinforcement and that great feeling of, of accomplishing something. The time spent in incarceration does not have to be wasted time. It can be used very purposefully and it can make uh, some really significant life-changing uh, moments for these individuals. And, and so that's what I've seen. I've seen uh, mothers that were very uh, inspired to complete programming and, and graduate with a high set or the college degree and very proud to show the way uh, for their for their um, children and to set the example for their children. I've seen um, um, men that had previously been unskilled and, and had uh, inability or struggled to uh, read or write and graduate with a college degree. Mm-hmm. I've seen a significant transformation with individuals that have uh, graduated from college that have had their, wor- their worlds broadened and they had a much broader worldview and a form view of, of uh, why uh, things work the way they do, possibly why they may have uh, taken a wrong path along the way and a greater understanding of their of, you know of their own destiny and the ability to to change uh, the course of, of their destiny I am I'm Randy Liberty I'm the commissioner of corrections for the Maine Department of Corrections um, I have uh, been in the corrections and law enforcement uh, um, career field for about 37 years. I was formerly the sheriff of Kennebec County, where I was employed for 26 years. While there, I served as a patrolman, as a sergeant, as a staff sergeant, um, as a major, as the uh, chief for five years, and as the elected sheriff for nine. During that period of time, I worked both law enforcement and corrections. I was a, a rescue diver. I was a drug investigator. I was a canine handler. Um, I taught DARE uh, in, in 14 local schools. I was a uh, cadre at the police academy and instructor. I was president of the Maine Sheriff's Association and a graduate of the FBI National Academy. And uh, prior to that, uh, and, and intertwined with that, I also served in the United States Army, Army Reserve and Army National Guard, where I did 24 years of service, three as a military policeman in Korea and Fort Riley, Kansas. I jumped out of planes for a while. I, um, <laughs> I, was, also, I was also a mountain infantryman for seven years, serving in, in Italy, uh, um, northern Italy, on the Austrian Swiss border. Um, I was a drill sergeant at Fort Benning and Fort Leonardwood for seven years. Um, I taught uh, military Science 101 and 102 at the main at the United States Military Academy West Point. I did that for three years, and I also had the honor of serving in Iraq for a year, where I led a 10-man um, military transition team embedded with 772 Iraqi soldiers. We trained those soldiers for for six weeks on the Iranian border, and, and then in the late fall of 04, we we went down to Fallujah and we fought the First Marine Division, Charlie One Three, for 10 months. I, I retired from the Army as a command sergeant major. I've been around. Yeah. Experiences everywhere. <laughs> Experiences yeah. everywhere. Oh, wow. Point, point made, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, on that note, um, I think that in terms of what we hoped that you would speak to, uh, you certainly have done that. But are there other things that you would like to add to um, the discussion uh, at this point before we sign off? Yes. Um, I, I believe in redemption. I believe in, in uh, reinventing yourself. Um, I believe personally that that can be done and, and you can change uh, the trajectory of your future. Um, I began my my uh, childhood as uh, in an in impoverished sort of an environment. My father was a prisoner at the Maine State Prison and um, my siblings, my three siblings and I lived in a uh, two-bedroom mobile home that eventually we sold for $1,000. If I can do it, you can do it. I benefited from 
um, the power of mentorship, positive male role modeling for football coaches and track coaches in, in elementary, um, junior high, and high school. And then I benefited from serving the United States Army, where I received uh, leadership training and guidance from uh, my non-commissioned officers, which uh, set me up for success. Um, from there, my brothers and I, we all um, um, continue to serve in one capacity or another in the Army, and we all went to college. We used the GI Bill, and I, like you, students, uh, individuals that are badging and, and, and seeking vocational programming, I changed the course of, of my life through education and the, and the power of, of transformation that education brings to all of us. I was able to, to um, I was the first one to graduate from, from uh, high school and from college for yes. my family, and um, I was able to use a GI Bill and, and uh, broaden my mind and, and uh, guarantee success in my future career. And, and it did. Um, education and programming uh, bore fruit for me. I was able to rise to the level of commence our major in the Army. I was able to rise to the level of sheriff at the, at the Kennebec County Sheriff's Office. And I, I now currently serve um, um, as the Commissioner of Corrections for the state of Maine. And um, I owe that to the power of mentorship and the transformative power of education and programming. I'm a believer you can change the trajectory of your life through education and programming. And I'm an example of that. Such a powerful statement. And sure. I think actually that over the course of recording these podcasts, this is a continual theme that keeps coming up, that you do have control over your destiny, right? You do have choice, even when you may not feel like you have that choice. And there are always opportunities in front of you that you can take advantage of. It's just sort of taking the risk to, to do those things and then building on the rewards that come from those first risks. That's that you correct. Take. Yeah. 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 Thank you for sharing your life, your experiences and, and your belief in, in education and the opportunity to grow with us. It, it truly is motivating. It's motivating to us. Right. Yes. We love talking Thank to you. you. I'm, I'm very glad to do that. I, I really am. It's, um, I'm a believer and um, really cool. And in, in, uh, on May 11th, I'm, I'm going to the University of Maine Augusta graduation and they're going to present me with a, a doctorate. Oh, congratulations. Yes. <laughs> Dr. Liberty. Are we going to have to refer you to differently now yeah. as doctor? So. <laughs> My my mother, uh, you know, wonderful. She, she dropped out in eighth grade. My dad got a GED at Thomas and State Prison. So here I am, forty five years years later, putting on my regalia and getting an honorary doctor degree. <laughs> Much <laughs> deserved. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, what well, we need so. pictures in the cap and gown, and what's well, yes. like it's pretty elaborate, isn't it? The yeah. doctoral. Oh, yeah, uh, you got your hood, right? Very medieval. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is actually. This is awesome. Right. Congratulations. Yeah, Much much. Yeah. Appreciate it. Well, well deserved. Okay, sounds good. Awesome. Have Thank a great you. day. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Congratulations. Bye bye.